The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now tuned in to the Roto Experts. This is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And we are the Roto Experts! Alongside the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, Wall Street, Matt Modica, and the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, I am Greg Sussman. Our first show, the four of us together. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. <laughs> it's almost like that former commercial. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I can barely contain myself. This is a sad day. Why is it a sad day? It's fun, man. I don't think I can speak off the cuff today. Why? You've been doing it for the last three hours. I've been doing it for the last seven years. All right, so why can't you speak off the cuff today? Because this, this is not, this is, this is the Roto Expert. Yes, sir. This is the brand. Right. This is the name. This is the headline. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we've been demoted. Demoted? Yes. How have we been demoted? This is supposed to be three hours long and talking trash. We just had three hours of radio. It wasn't called Roto Experts, though. Oh, this is an hour. This is now 40 minutes without commercials. Uncensored. All right. Oh, well, say, sell it say to whatever me. then. Sell it to me. Sell, sell, up, upsell me, Greg, like Scott does. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for me, it's 40 minutes to hang out with all you guys who I talk to you every day, but without having to worry about going to break, without having to worry about like going off on tangents, because we can do that now. I just, thank God that I'm here. Exactly. Yeah, you're right How's about that. How's that for selling it? That you just sold me. There you go. <laughs> just, like, just like that. Matt Modica, Washington, what's up, man? No, oh, this is the uh, first show for me in the new edition, so I'm excited. Oh, yeah, so excited. <laughs> so excited. Jakey, Jakey, you look so excited. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there you <laughs> Why do you want to hang out with you us, man? You knew Jake was going to keep it a buck, though. You knew Jake was going to keep it a buck. You knew Jake was going to keep it 100 because of the conversation we had prior. So Jake kept it 100 with you. <laughs> Are we to, this is a podcast, right? We can talk about anything we want. We can't talk about anything we want. Yeah. Can I talk about why Jake's mad? That's yeah. between you and if you Jake. Want. All right. If you want, you I don't what? care. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about this. People, people are watching on YouTube right now, correct? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're watching us live on YouTube. And we have Jake in the old Eric Young position directly behind us, who's part of the group, right? Like, I'm, Matt's there. I'm sitting here. Jake's basically there. And then Corey's on the end, right? This is how we are sat, correct? Jake? Are we on YouTube? Are we, are we not? Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay, yeah, we're on YouTube. All right, cool. Hey. Huh. Hello, everybody. They tweeted out. They tweeted out. 
All right. So anyway, so we're sitting here. We're, we're on Read YouTube. it out. We're, we're hanging out. And Jake doesn't want to be part of the table. Jake wants to no. be where he was at but when we was doing FST overtime. Because yep. you, you, when you have Jake behind us, right, Jake is in a peculiar position when he's behind us because— So you agree with Jake? Yes. I do agree with Jake. I did not see that coming. Because when Jake behind us, yeah. then Jake is like on the camera all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't you want to be on camera all the time? No. Well, because then you have to stare at the camera. Like, you guys never look at the camera. You talk to each I other. I look the at the camera. Time. I'm looking at the camera right now, talking to you. Not, you. This is only right now. When you're talking to me all the time, you talk to them sideways. You don't ever look at me like this. You don't I, ever, like, look actually, directly I, I would like say that there's a lot of times I look at you like this. <laughs> But the fact is, I sit here, and then if I have to take a drink of water, and I like because like, it's always on camera, and it's like, but I know like when I see it, because I also have my YouTube coming back to me. Well, sure. not YouTube, but the Skype coming back to me. Sure. So I know when I'm on and off camera. I know when I can pull the heads. Like Corey, he looked like I was dabbing the other day because I went like this. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty cool. The cough. I was going <laughs> yeah, like, to cough, yeah. and then I like I have you know water, so I know when I'm on and off camera. This way, I have to stare at the camera because I'm not at a table, and I can't look the people next to me. You, you could look next to me. Maybe there are people next to you. You could look and be like, hey. But the bright side hey. is, thank God we're here. That's the bright side. Of course. Thank God we're here. You guys talk a lot of baseball, uh, a lot of Not football. you're blocking my Bavaro jersey. You're, I'm blocking your Bavaro jersey? Yeah, you're blocking like half my shoulder. <laughs> the... <laughs> where, do you, where do you want me to go? Do you want me to go under the table? Is that, is that where no, I'm just, just to be? No, I just don't want to be on the TV. Well, so I, here, take yeah. a drink of water. Great, you took a drink of water. You're a human being. Good for you. You got blood? Let me see some blood. Why don't you give you a prick of the finger? No, don't prick your finger. Don't, don't, don't prick your finger. Me, you know, me and Jake are in a fraternity, fraternity together. Really? Yes. It's called Tower Wars. Wars. Yes, that's the fraternity <laughs> that we're in together. We're not, in, we're not in that. So we did prick our fingers. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. We are, we're, we're not in that. The best like, friends forever sliced their fingers. Oh, yeah, the best friends. That's serious business right there. The best friends forever is a different uh, brand altogether. A couple of things I want to talk we about. We should bring everybody up for this. This is the Roto Experts, man. This is the four of us. Everyone's working. They have jobs. They're working very hard. Hey, look, right I now. have to scratch my nose when I'm on the damn TV. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I sneeze on camera daily. This studio, I'm, I'm allergic to it, I think. I'm just going to sit here like this. I can lose. Sure. I'm looking at myself on the camera. I can lose some weight. So why don't you work out after the show? Work out. That's 10 pounds. Avocados only. <laughs> I didn't say change your diet. just work out. No, I wouldn't. Never mind. I was about to ask a question. Probably wouldn't be inappropriate. Hey, you can say whatever you want. No, no, no. Not this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. I wonder what avocados does for your... For your... Does it, does it, Here, I'll ask you where this is going. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I wonder... What avocados, Pineapples. Oh, that works? Pineapples? Pineapples. I've always heard peanuts. Pineapples. Pineapples is good for that? I kind of missed that part, but I did find out yesterday that a chemical McDonald's fries cures baldness. I did not know that. So you should eat a lot of McDonald's fries. I think I'm going to start eating a lot of McDonald's fries. You know, getting older now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Guys, let's talk some sports here. Wait, 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 hold on. Do you eat the fries or do you rub the fries on your head? Yeah, yeah. Great question. I'll do both. I'll get get a side order. He'll take a fry. He'll dip it in the hair. (laughs) You know why? It's so greasy. It's probably like good head gel or something. Probably what it is. I love it. Do you like baked french fries? Like sometimes no. people put fries in no. the oven. Yeah, I'm not a fries in the oven guy. I need fries in the oven because I don't. I don't have a fryer. Okay, so no, it's, too, it's too potato-like, Corey, because the outside gets crispy, but the inside still stays like a baked potato. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not a fry in the oven guy. I like fries in the frying pan. But like, if I, I don't, you don't own a frying pan, I assume. Yeah, I own a frying. You, you pan. You own a fryer? 
Not a fryer, but I want a fryer. You don't need a fryer. You can, use, you can yeah, use a pot on the stove. Yeah, put the water in. Oh, I mean, no, put the oil in the pot. I and, put it in the yeah. oven. I don't think I've ever made fries at home. I buy frozen french fries, put them in the fridge. Put yeah, them in the oven. Like that. That's, That's what I do. I put them in the I oven. I make fried wigs on my stove all the time. Really? You yeah. can do that. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Put them in the oven. All right. Jake, from the, Jake had a deli before. He did. <laughs> did. So you know more about but cooking and Chris Bavona just told me that avocado is a natural aphrodisiac. Oh, avocado is an aphrodisiac. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it really? I did not know that. <laughs> Should we come in chopping? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go get some after the show. Do they have to be the ones from Mexico? Bavona, I want to Bavona, I want to bring you in on this because I, I kind of disagree with you because I think people think it's the avocado is the aphrodisiac, but I think it's the tequila that they drink with the avocado that they eat. That could be. I it think too. that's the aphrodisiac. That could be it too. But then, um, never mind. You don't want to get whiskey, you know what no, I mean? What happens when you get an, have an avocado and an oyster? Yeah. Oh, you might go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be. You uh, might go know. crazy at that know. point. I don't know. Okay. So, let me get into a little sports here before we're, we're done. Yeah. Um, and I want to start, I'll do some football first, because Josh McDaniels, it's over. He's the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, which means Bill Belichick's back. Yep, that means so Bill Belichick's job is safe now that Josh McDaniels has uh, decided to take the job with the Indianapolis Colts. They got that uh, figured together. They got that wrapped up. Now, for McDaniels, obviously, if I'm him in this situation, I want to be, I want, if I, before I took this job, I want to know, listen, you, you know, don't, don't BS me. Shoot it to me straight. What's the deal with Andrew Luck? He's in Europe getting his blood spun and all of this stuff. Is he going to be the quarterback of this football team? Because if he's not, I don't want this gig. And if Andrew Luck is going to be there, then I think McDaniels has the right gig. He'll definitely do a better job than Patricia. And I think he can scheme that thing and coach it up and get them right back to where they were as a contender in the AFC. With that being said, this is going to be Andrew Luck, you know, going into a different offense for, like, the first time ever. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I'm in with McDaniels taking this, taking this, uh, taking this gig, and I would love for the Indianapolis coach to get Saquon Barkley with that third pick. That's the interesting oh. thing to me. Who do they take with that third pick? Is it a Barkley? Uh, I mean, hopefully they've learned past lessons that not drafting a wide receiver or anything like that. So do they go lineman? Do they go Barkley? That's the interesting point. Jake, did you ever buy into this? Josh McDaniels may not be the next head coach of the Colts. No, but I, I also don't know that the Colts and McDaniels is the best situation for McDaniels. Okay. Hey, look, look, if luck isn't ready, look, what does he have? He has T.Y. Hilton and nothing else. That's the biggest issue. Is like The only thing I can see McDaniels, why he might want to go there, is because he has a built-in excuse if things don't go right. Because it's, hey, like, look, what could I do? There's no Andrew Luck, so I have to rebuild the team. And then if he has to rebuild the team, all right, well, then he's not expected to win. So if he fails, then, you know, oh, it's not my fault. You gave me T.Y. Hilton and nothing else. So I could kind of see that, but I don't necessarily think it's – like, I could see McDaniels have been the one that was being hesitant about wanting to leave at this point because why not stay with the Patriots and why not find maybe a different team next year because it all comes down to Andrew Luck. Even with Luck, you only have Luck and Hilton. Well, I mean, here's the an interesting tweet about 15 minutes ago from at NFL Research. Uh, McDaniels is offensive coordinator from 2012 to 2017. In that time, New England led NFL in points per game, 29.5 red zone efficiency, 62.1%, and the fewest giveaways, 86 in the league. What I want to bring up about that is that... Yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> you have, so you have Tom Brady, and the other side of that is you have Bill Belichick, right? Like, and everybody always says when it came to Patricia, when it came to McDaniels, and you did it too, Matt, especially with Matt Patricia. Well, there's, there's Bill Belichick's there. And people have done it with Josh McDaniels. Well, there's Bill Belichick there. Obviously, Belichick has a defensive background, Jake, and that's 
certainly why people lean toward that way with Patricia. But how much does he contribute to Josh McDaniels' success? Or is it just mostly Brady-related, would you say? I think it's a lot of things related. I think it's Belichick. I think it's the organization. I think it's the talent. I think it's Tom Brady. There's a lot of factors here. And some of it might be McDaniels himself. And but the fact is, too, is even if it's McDaniels, that always, always mean you're going to translate wherever you go. Like sometimes you could have, let's say Andrew Luck is 100%. Maybe Andrew Luck isn't a good fit with what McDaniels wants to do. Maybe McDaniels and Luck just don't mesh together well. Yeah, I mean, that's a distinct possibility. For what he does, Tom Brady might be one of the best options, not just because he's Tom Brady, but because of the offense that he likes. So sure. I think you have to call into all those factors. It's the Bilicek factor. It's the team. It's the talent. All those make a difference. And that's why, like I said, that's why I thought when the rumors came out, I still thought he was going to go because it was an opportunity to be head coach again, and he failed before, just like Shermer. But at the same time, I did buy in, I'd say, 25% saying, like, maybe Mick Daniels is having second thoughts. Maybe he doesn't want to go and put all this weight on his shoulders with just two players of talent and nothing else. I think one of the things that can't be understated here is how Belichick coaches this team. And you see it on the offensive side and the defensive side. As far as penalties, they do not commit to penalties. They do not take themselves out of, you know, the drives that they have going on the offensive side. And, you know, there's a discipline even on the defensive side for the most part. So that's just something that comes down from the head coach, and that's been a big beneficiary to this team. I think so, too. Corey? Huh? Jake, we got to ask Jake a question. I already did. We're having a yeah, conversation. Yeah. Uh, we're we're, no, we're talking. Come on, Scott. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the well part of Scott Engel. <laughs> Playing the part of Scott Engel. Was good. Corey Parsons. Okay, the thing with Josh McDaniels, I, 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 I think if he takes it, I think he's going to be willing to work with Andrew Luck and not force Andrew Luck into his system. What I wanted to ask Jake is, though, Jake, why are you against uh, the Colts with Saquon Barkley? Oh, because they have too many other problems. They're not the Dallas Cowboys. They're not trying to find the one piece to get right back into it. You don't, with how, first of all, you don't draft the running back that high with the drop-off in talent not being that severe in most classes to begin with and what you can get at other positions. I go back. I keep saying it to you. Is Would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott and whatever that random dude is that you took in the fifth round or Jalen Ramsey and Jordan Howard? I'm taking Jalen Ramsey and Jordan Howard every single day of the week. I don't care. that I'm one of the biggest fans of Ezekiel Elliott. I said he was a generational talent when he came out. Saquon Barkley, generational talent. But this class is also exceptionally deep. The Colts have way too many needs that Saquon Barkley is not going to come in and change this team from being outside the playoffs in the playoffs. You've got to fix the offensive line, and they have half the defense needs to be fixed. The best thing for the Colts is to trade down, get multiple picks, and still get a running back. Well, Jake, would you go Mika Fitzpatrick, or would you go with the offensive line if they, if they stay at three? If, if they're stuck at three, I'm taking Fitzpatrick because the offensive line options there just aren't that appealing this season. Okay, so there you go. A little Josh McDaniels talk. He is officially the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. For all the, the draft research, you know, Jake's kind of knee-deep in that. How pumped are you for the combine, Jake? No, I'm actually – I'm never exceptionally pumped because, okay. you know me, I, I always say this every single year. You can't do one without the other. You can't do film without the combine. You can't do combine without the film. The people who get caught up in the metrics just okay. continue to fail because they ignore what you see on tape. Uh, I, somebody that I respect highly, Matt Waldman, few weeks ago released something if you want to go to his website it was breaking down actually Darius Geis and the whole of like well what does it mean if somebody really runs a 4-4 and he was showing the whole game speed aspect of sure. it is like that's where you really need to watch it so I'm excited for the combine for a few of those guys that I have deeper especially the wide receiver position because the wide receiver position is pretty thin this year so that'll be what I'm looking for but it's not something I'm like oh my god I, just, I have to change my entire rankings 
you know, I'm a nerd for stuff like that, like the Senior Bowl and stuff like that. So the Combine, I would like to go to the Combine. I'd like to represent FNTSY. Really? I've always been the other way. I've always preferred it on TV. I want to go to it because I want to go sit down next to the coaches and ask them questions. You know how the coaches oh, be sense. sitting in the stands and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Yeah. I just want to roll up on Mike Tomlin and be like, yo, what's good with you? And uh, you, how horrible of a person was Todd Haley? Or I want to walk up on Bill Belichick and be like, yeah, why'd you bench Malcolm Butler? You know what I'm saying? Or I want to <laughs> walk up on Jason Garrett and be like, how come you just clap your hands and don't give no like real solid coaching? You know? Or I want to go. <laughs> or I want to roll up on North Turner and be like, who do you have pictures of? How do you keep getting these jobs? You know what I'm saying? Hugh Jackson. Oh, you roll up on Hugh Jackson to be like, can you rub some of that special sauce on me, Hugh? <laughs> Pause. That, that Pause. Pause. <laughs> I know I'm going to hear about that when that one's going to be a soundbite somewhere. Probably so. Probably so. And Jim Just Ross asked me. when you call. <laughs> and Jim Ross asked me in the chat, he wants to know who's my number one SP3. I told him Urban Santana. There you go. All right, I want to move on from football here now for a moment, and I actually want to go to the NBA. Okay, I was going to say I had a request, but this fits in line with the NBA. I wanted to the NBA before we get baseball. Now, Matt Modica, you have been pretty adamant about, listen, the Cavs, they should just trade LeBron. Like, that's been your, you've I kind know of they said can't that. do it, but yeah, and Corey said it as well. Yeah, they should trade him. So, Shams tweeted this Sham out. Sham who? Sham Shor. Sharania, is that his name? I don't know who that is. He, he basically was Woj's protege at Yahoo, and he breaks all these, stor- breaks yeah. all these stories now. He does a fantastic job. Now, Shams tweeted out this from sources. An NBA team, as NBA teams do, do Jill what? I was just laughing with you. Uh, yeah, as NBA teams do due diligence on his no-trade clause and potential of him dropping it, LeBron James is determined to see the year through in Cleveland, focused on on season, and will not waive his no-trade clause. And here's why. He doesn't want to be the villain when he leaves. That's, that, to, to me, that's the whole reason why. Okay. If I was him, I would see. I would. I, if, if, if I if I was LBJ, I would really seriously consider the San Antonio Spurs. I, mm-hmm. I really would. You get out there with Pop. You know. You don't. You know. Obviously, they got the situation with Kawhi right now. I don't know what kind of pieces they would have to give up. Listen, if you want to bring your buddy Tristan Thompson with you, go ahead and bring him on. I'm sure the Kardashians is willing to fly to San Antonio. So it might even be closer to, to LA. I'm sure it is closer to LA. But um. If I'm if I'm LBJ, I wave it and I and I go and I get to San Antonio and I see if I can get the Spurs. I mean, excuse excuse me, see if I can give the Warriors a run in the Western Conference Finals. That's what I would do. But when it comes to LBJ, you got to understand the business aspect of it. He does have, and I don't know if he looks at it this way, but he does have a responsibility to Cleveland. You feel what I'm saying? Well, he's got a responsibility with the contracts he's leaving them with too. Yeah, exactly. He's got all those bad contracts <laughs> that he got that he forced them to sign. You know, he general managed that team. He's, he, he, he built downtown Cleveland, then rebuilt downtown Cleveland. If that place is such a, a, a place that's so close to his heart, then he does have a responsibility to it. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But if I was him, I, I could sense I would wave it, and I would say I'm waving it specifically for the San Antonio Spurs. Okay. Along similar lines, LeBron James has evidently made it clear he's, he's not waiving that no trade clause. And he said he's not talking season. about any other teams except for the Cleveland Cavaliers for the rest of the season. This, he was very adamant about that. This season, it's all about the Cavs. But a lot of people's eyes have turned to this summer where he's a free agent. And there's many free agents, obviously, that are out there. This is a good segue. Paul George included. Magic Johnson came out with the Lakers and said, or leaked, I should say, that we understand what's out there in 2018. 
But we're going to actually shift our focus to 2019 and the free agents there. What do you make of that? I think that that's pandering. I think that that's pondering uh, on the on the part of Magic Johnson. I think LeBron James hits the open market. They're not going to say that. They're not going to say that. That will that quickly change. Also, everybody that's watching this, can you please tweet this to at Lavar Baller at Lavar Ball Brand, um, so he can send me. Uh, a triple B hat that I can wear on this program right here. So I want everybody, uh, the whole goon squad, to go find LeVar Ball on Twitter and tell them the fantasy executives looking for him. Do you remember when we gave Scott the Levar, the uh, triple ball uh, sneakers? That was that was a great morning. It was yeah. one of the highlights ever of the Roto Experts. We, we, we told Scott Angle that this was the big baller brand shoe. And Scott was like, do they have a pair in the control room that I can take home? And I was like, Scott, you don't want to wear these. He was like, why? Can I not wear them on the subway? Yeah, no, you know, he, goes, he goes, don't worry. I, I know not to wear them on the yeah, subway. He says, no worry. I know not to wear them on the subway. And I'm like, why? He said, well, because they're expensive shoes and, they'll get in, and they might, somebody might take them off my feet. And I thought to myself... We got to work with Scott. <laughs> we got to work with Scott. This is not this is not a big baller brand shoe. Matt, what do you think of Magic Johnson coming out and saying uh, that they are kind of out on 2018's free agency? Posturing? I think it's posturing. Everything's subject to change. Uh, LeBron comes and they can get George. And, uh, the Lakers have to be a good team. They can't be a, a rebuilding team for that long. It just doesn't work in L.A., People have the expectations there. So I think it's more posturing, however, however you want to put it. All right, so there, there you go. Uh, a little NBA chat. Corey, you want to bring something else up? Shout out to Magic Johnson, though, for, for leaking that information to try to focus the team he has right now for them not to worry. So there you go right there. I brought your topic up? Is that, is that it? Well, I already, I already asked the people to let LaVar, know I, LaVar Ball know I wanted a hat. So that was literally it? I want something for myself, yes. Okay. Is that a, is that a, is there a problem with that? No. That, I'll, I'll say it again. The best Fridays I've ever been to. Magic Johnson's Friday. Oh, and on the way to the airport, uh, on the way to LAX. Look at that! <laughs> Magic Johnson got his own joint out there. Sure. There you go. He got a lot of joints. He got a movie theater uptown. Yes, he does. Well, he got them all over the place. But the one uptown, very scary. Uh, my daughter, she was a little girl. You know what I'm saying? And we went to see some children's movie. And when the movie was over. She got up. It was, mind you, we're in the movie theater. She got up, and she went flying, like running. She took off running. And then all I heard was, bam! And then she started crying. I'm like, oh, Lord, the child knocked all the teeth out, whatever. But she just went running in the dark movie theater and banged her head against the pole in the, on, the, on the, the... You know how you go out to the movie theater, you push that ball? Sure. She banged her head on that, and, and I... And you didn't I, get any Magic Johnson money? No, I did not sue Magic Johnson. <laughs> Nothing. It wasn't that bad. That's frowned upon in the, in the community? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I took her home, and I said... I had to keep her up because it was a head injury, and I didn't want her to, you know, whatever. Okay. Is there anything else before I move on to baseball? No, go to baseball now. We're, we're going to baseball now. I just got a text message. You got a text message. Would you like to read that on the air? It says, hey. <laughs> okay. You're not responding to that at the moment. Uh, right now I'm busy. Okay. Right now you're busy. Too busy to respond to, hey. All right. Jake, my favorite stories every year in spring training are, I'm in the best shape of my life. We all love hearing those, right? We all take so much from those. We rarely believe any of them. They rarely mean anything. But we have to bring it up. We have to talk about it just in case it should mean something. Which leads me to a former top prospect, a uh, favorite of one Nando Defino, uh, someone that we had on our team way too many times last Jed year. Jed Jerko? No. Oh. Although we can talk about Jed Jerko in a bit. 
someone that we had uh, on our team way too long last year, and that is Royals outfielder Jorge Soler. Oh, I, was, I didn't buy in on that guy last year. Jorge Soler has completely revamped his batting style, his hitting, his hands, where he's standing. Completely changed it. He's lost 20 pounds. He wants to be better this year for Kansas City. Potentially without Mike Moustakas, potentially without Eric Hosmer. A lot is going to be expected from everyday player Jorge Soler. Jake Seeley, are you back in on Soler? Nope. Hard pass, man. Hard pass. I did the outfielders for Joe's Black Book, and he wasn't even inside the top 85. He was all the way down in, like, the 90, 95, 100 range of just guys. Just Look, the fact is the strikeout rate, I, I get all these things, but I need to see it first. People have talked about revamping their swings all the time. Sure. And they, I mean, it, uh, to draw a parallel to football, it's the Tim Tebow thing. Like, you could try to fix somebody, and sometimes they just revert back to what it's muscle memory. You have years and years and years of playing a certain way. And you're going to revert back to what it is when things start going wrong. Like if he's nursing an injury a little bit and trying to play through it, which a lot of players are going to do it at some point anyway, you could go back to that. When you're not feeling comfortable to play, you could revert back to it. So unless it's a permanent fix, and there are some guys, you go back to Jose Bautista. I mean, he went from nothing to being able to be a power hitter by changing his swing. So there is the potential there, but he was already supposed to be a power guy. Strikes out way too much. And you said lost 20 pounds. So is he back down to 215? Or like, was he up at 235 last year? Because the 210, 215, if he lost 20 pounds in there, now he's 6'4 and under 200 pounds. I, I mean, I kind of want the guy to have power. Sure, sure. Speaking that, of what Jake said about yes. changing the approach and all that, remember Jason Haywood last year? Yes, how he was revamping, reconstructing yeah, there's a good one. his whole swing. The only way I'm drafting Solaire is in a drafting hole right now, one of those 50 rounders. You know, maybe you, when, you know, the outfielders are gone and you're just throwing darts. I'm with Jake. I need to see it. I need to see this happen in spring training, see the at-bats, watch live, see it translate before my eyes. Otherwise, I'm... So, there's a guy that I really did like at Once Upon a Time, but that was Once Upon a Time. All right. So, there you go. Uh, Corey's responding to the hey text message, it seems. Um, did you... Are you interested? In Jorge Solar. In Jorge Solar. No, no. Why not? He's washed. He's not... Washed? He's 26 he, years old. He's 26 years old. He could be your son. But he, no, he, he can't be washed at the same time. I ain't had no kids. But I wasn't making babies back that, 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 uh, that long ago. He could not be my son. <laughs> uh, he's my son because he shined like one. But uh, listen, in his, best, in his best production in the majors was 262, 10 home runs, drove him 47 runs, stole three bases. We talked, uh, struck out 121 damn times. We talked about earlier when we was doing uh, FST overtime, we talked about how you want to get these guys that are toolsy. You know what I'm saying? That could, and we, well, that was, that was a, well, I don't know what to tell. Whatever the damn show was, <laughs> we was talking this morning about trying to get toolsy people. It's called FST. FST, yeah. <laughs> that, that program that we did such a great job on this morning. Uh, we talked about that. And this guy is not toolsy. No real upside here for Mr. Solaire. So, no, you can take him and go somewhere with that. He's not washed. You're right. He's just he's not a has-been. He's a never-will-be. I hate to say that. was tough. I shouldn't have said that. That was tough. I'm sorry, Mr. Solaire. Jeez. <laughs> and see, where is he from? He's kind of right, though. He's kind of right. There's a lot. There was a lot expected in Jorge Solaire. He was a very uh, – he was supposed to be somebody. Yeah. And he's still – if I everything happens somebody. and it goes correct and this does happen, there's still a chance. He's still young. We've seen this happen before. Sure. But, 
You're going to let somebody else do it. He's from For her, now, yeah. I'm going to be with Jake. I want to watch it. I want to see it happen. Okay. And I'm he's, from, he's from Havana. Isn't it a popular song out right now? Yes, like, it's Camilla Cabela. Yes. Yeah. Well, how's it go, Greg? Havana, na, na, na. Yeah. Something, something, something. He lost a hundred and a hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sussman will never let an opportunity to sing. <laughs> so we took her back. He took her back to East Atlanta. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm taking some people back there too. But um, I, one that, lucky lady. That's it. Nah, that day. <laughs> Maybe not. In, yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Right there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's a that's a hot little jam yeah, right there. It's very there. hot right now. You 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 heard this joint right here, Jake? Nope. Jake hasn't heard it. Yeah. Do you yeah. not like? Do you not listen to the radio at all? No, I don't. Really? I don't. Really? You, really? Jake listen to old school. Stuff. I listen to one hundred and one uh, when I'm driving to Staten Island to go see my mom. So right. what's crazy is it's like eighties music. Yeah. And now I'm like. Wow, I remember listening to that. It used sure. to be like 50s, 60s when I was a kid. Now it's 80s. And now it's 80s and uh, now I'm old. To my, I listen to my iPhone all the time. I mean, I put new music on it sometimes. So but they, I, but I, how do you I, know the new music, though, if you don't listen? Because it's artists that I like or I'll get some reference from friends. But I think like, I think my entire song list is only about like two, like 1,500 on this. Oh, that's good enough. I, 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 just I just don't listen to a lot of music. I mean, this is music all the way back to my high school days and sure. like stuff from the 90s. I just, I'm not a huge music person to begin with. So. I usually listen to, I listen to Spotify, but I just listen to, like, admittedly, listen to like t- today's top hits on Spotify, so I stay current with new music. That's the same thing I do. Yeah. But see, I, I have Tidal, which I'm sorry. Tidal's not so good. It's the worst streaming service <laughs> ever made. Well, let me tell you something about Tidal. They, they figure out a way. I, oh, at the end, every <laughs> single time I say I'm going to cancel Tidal, Every month, I'm going to cancel this. I'm going to cancel right. this. And I checked my email this morning, and it says, receipt from Apple. And I'm like, don't tell me title got me again. It got me again. So I can't cancel it because what I do you keep, what do you keep waiting month. for? I don't know why. No, because you usually, if you cancel, you get till the end of the month. Yeah, well, I'm going to make sure I do that today because I'm sick of title. <laughs> How much is so title? So I go, huh, title is, is $14 damn dollars a month. Apple Music what? is cheaper than that. What? Yeah. Apple Music is cheaper than that, and Apple Music at all, and Apple Music streams. I'm doing a promo for Apple Music right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting some Apple uh, iPods, whatever they're called, earpods. Yeah, I'm just trying show. to figure out why you're spending 160 dollars on music a year. Oh, that's how much it is a year. I never did. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely canceling that joint now because I can take that money and do something else with it. Um, so yeah, that I'm canceling. T- I'm canceling title. Um, just full disclosure. Um, but speaking of music, so 15 years ago today, you didn't do this. You didn't mention this on uh, DMX. Uh, nah, not DMX. You didn't mention this on Today in History. The album that produced the second most listened to, if I'm not mistaken, it may have changed, but the album that produced the second most listened, the second most song played on the radio ever came out today. Which is what? 50 Cent's oh. Get Rich or Die Trying came out 15 you years ago today. You didn't give me a chance to guess that. Sorry, would you have guessed that? I might have. Okay, my that was bad. Get, that was gettable. That in was, in that. the club was a very, very popular in jam. In the club was the, most, is the second most played song in the history of radio. Oh, can I try to guess the first one now? Do you know what the first one is? I, I think I do remember, but this first one should be easy. First one should be easy. My favorite 50 Cent moment is when he's told, when he told what's his name, uh, that he can't read. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let, let me see here. It, it, it's obvious. Oh, it's a good baseball one. Interesting baseball news note. You get to it in a second. It's obvious what the number one most song played in radio history is. 
Wait a minute, because now I'm seeing different results. And this thing, everything is so subjective. And now I'm seeing, like, Natalie Cole and all of this. It's a small world. I don't understand. This is not what I heard <laughs> recently. <laughs> all right. Let me try it again. I feel like we should just move on at this point. All right, yeah. we come back to this. I'm going to come back to that. Well, well, it, it is. Number one is you lost that love and feeling. I would, you I would lost no, I know. that love and feeling. Yeah, I, knew, I know the song. Whoa, I, I, I would not guess that was the one that you said was, was guessable. One right here that was not, the obvious one to you? This is not the same list that I saw some years ago. Was that the one that was obvious to no, you? No, that's not the one. I thought it was a Michael Jackson joint. Which one? Uh, Billie Jean. Yeah, Billie Jean is popular. I thought it would have been a Beatles song. I, I, that was, I also that thought that too. Yeah. too Jake, the San Francisco Giants just announced that six months from Sunday, they will retire Barry Bonds as number 25. Hmm. It's fitting. Should have been done a while ago. Uh, is, respect should be in the Hall of Fame, should have his jersey retired, and nothing to nonsense. He's beloved there. They even, through all the scandals and whatever, all that, they never wavered in their love. You lost that. that love and feeling is number one on every list. So it looks like that's probably number one. Look at this. Otis Redden. Good to see at... you moving on to the next subject. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Otis Redden sitting at the dock of the bay. Sitting that's a great at song. The dock of Otis the bay. Was... That was a great song. Otis was good. Didn't... Otis Redden was a bad man, though. There's some stories about Otis really? Redden and his personal life. Really? Yeah, I mean, Otis I Redden was a wild joker, man. Yeah, he's we going to talk about O, Greg? I'm sorry? Are we going to talk about O? We talk about, yeah, O was on my list to talk about. Let's talk about him right now. So Wang O signs with the Texas Rangers. He opened last year at the, as the Cardinals' closer after finishing 2016 as the Cardinals' closer. And people loved this dude last year. And, well, kind of never materialized. Like, it was... Up and down. Up, 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 and then down, 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 down. Then kind of up, and then down, 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 down. That was O all of last year. He goes into a situation that's really, really good for him, though, in Texas, where there's a lot of names and there's a lot of talent, but there is no clear closer. Does O open the season, Jakey Jakey, as the closer of the Texas Rangers? I wouldn't say it's a guarantee, but I definitely think he has a chance because the fact is, if you look at it, he's got the best swing and miss stuff of anybody in the bullpen now. Well, that could potentially be a closer. And if you're looking at it, um, last year, oh, shoot, his name just escaped my mind. Matt, Matt Bush? Matt, who, Matt Bush? No, no, not Bush. Kiona Kayla? Nope. It's still the other one. The one Alex that was Claudio? At the end of the year. Alex Claudio? Th- thank you. Claudio doesn't get the swing and miss stuff. That's that's why I don't necessarily think it I think it'll be a competition between Claudio and him. And I think, oh, if he can bounce back, he doesn't even need to get to that one-something ERA at two years ago. But he's going to be one of the favorites. I'll take a stab on him around, like, the 18th, 19th, 20th round. So he's fully healthy now, though? Injury. I, believe, yeah. I believe he's fully healthy, yeah. He just has to clear the the test to be oh, signed. But it's, it's physical. Like it's physical. Pass the Thank physical. you. Yeah, no, <laughs> so uh, Matty Moe, what do you think of O in Texas? Uh, I mean, look, if he's going to have the chance to close, I agree with Jake. Alex Claudio does not have some of his stuff. Uh, Coney Keela was a guy that a lot of people were speculating on, and that really hurts his stock. So, yeah, if, I'm look. Even bad teams are going to get saves. So you're going to get a much depressed stock on a guy that I, I liked last year that really pooped the bed, I guess is the word i got to use. Thank you. I wasn't sure if you said anything goes. Yeah, I don't really know the rules to that either. I don't know if we're going to have like a little <laughs> E next to our podcast. I, I don't know. I don't know the deal. But That'd be cool if we had an E next to it. <clears throat> I'd be nervous. I would tell I'd you. I'd probably walk away. Because I want to tell you. Yeah. You, you, you guys familiar with Sam Cook and Bobby Womack? I know Sam Cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who Bobby Womack is? I don't. You didn't buy nobody Bobby Womack? I know Tony Womack. Chance <laughs> Womack's dad? Yeah, I know Chance no. Womack, too. Yeah, Bobby Womack yeah. was um, 
Sam Cooke's protege. He was a real popular singer, too. Bobby Womack had some hits. Okay. Right? Sam Cooke, that was Sam Cooke, like, little young boy. That was his man. Like, you know, like, say, like, me and Ventra. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, like, um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about this because it's talk about Otis Redding earlier. So, um, Sam Cooke, like, was brought him, brought him, put him on and stuff like that. But Bobby Womack started sleeping with his wife. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And then when Sam Cooke died, like, Bobby Womack even wore one of Sam Cooke's suit to the funeral and he was sleeping with his wife. It's not very nice. But crazy, right? It is crazy. Where did that come from? <laughs> this is a true story. This Where is, did this, that come from? No, this is a true story. No, I believe it. This is a true story. Where did it come from? What do you mean? It came, it, you, I, somebody wrote it, they wrote, it was written about it in a book. So I don't know if Bobby Womack wrote the book. No, 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 this. from your mind today. Because he was yeah. my oldest yeah. Redden earlier. <laughs> okay. He was talking about oldest Redden sitting in the dock of the bay and it reminded yes, me yes, of yes. Sam Cooke. And then Sam Cooke, right? When he passed away, whatever. Not only was Bobby Womack sleeping with his wife, but when Sam Cooke's daughter turned 18 years old, yeah, Bobby Womack got hurt too. <laughs> Savage. Terrible human being Bobby Womack Wait, is. This went from... <laughs> <laughs> why, this, why this podcast would have the... Amazing. Any, we were, explicit, I don't know that we know. We were uh, talking about Sung Wong Ho, Jake gave a great analysis, Matt gave a great analysis, and all of a sudden we started hearing about Sam Cooke and Bobby Womack. Yeah, and I'm just, that's a true story right there. I don't yeah. want, let me tell you something. I don't want no joker like that on my team. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about O's former teammate. That was Jed Jericho. Corey brought him up earlier on in the program. Uh, Jed Jericho, right now, Jake, has a starting job. Is that correct? Mm, as of right now, it would seem so. Unless Jose Martinez starts every day at first, right? <clears throat> mm, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't like, I don't know what to tell you because every single time we turn around, it's like it's always a question of what he plays every single day. They, they don't seem ever committed to him playing every single day. Last year in his age 28, 29, 28 season, uh, Jerko, 20 bombs, six stolen bases, uh, batted 272. The OBP was 341. Is there something to build on that, Matt? He is what he is. He's going to hit for low average. If he gets you at bats, he's going to hit the home runs for you. That's Jed Jerko. But batting 270 is pretty good. I don't, I don't think he's a 270 hitter. No, I think it's more 250, 260. Babbitt was 312 last year, about 30 points above his career norm. Yeah, so there you go. He's a but that's the thing is, if you look at it, too, it's 128, 128, 125, and games played the last three. Like, it's just he's yeah. never, never locked won, into Never won 50, yeah. I think yeah. it's the Jose Martinez is more of a threat to a Matt Carpenter, you know, especially like he's going to bat for his lefties. Uh, Matt, if Matt Carpenter is having a really good year, does he slide back to third base? You put Jose Martinez at first. So Florio was trying to push this, not, this thing that like Matt Carpenter could be a platoon player this year. Florio is a roster resource guy. He is, big roster resource guy. He was trying to push this thing that because of how bad Carpenter, we don't, we don't can't hear you. Your microphone doesn't work, Florio. Um, but he had an injury last year. Still too. can't hear you. Carpenter, um, against lefties last year, played 73 games, bet at 202. No, no, that's a concern. The concern here is that against lefties, he sits. Uh, Jose Martinez, if he's on his team, is going to bat against left-handed hitters. And Jed Jerko, you want to bat against left-handed hitters. So is Carp the one that sits? I would probably think so as of now. I mean, what about Peter DeJong? He's a shortstop. Who's, gonna, who's playing shortstop? Jed Jerko. I don't think you want Jed Jerko playing shortstop. This guy's, you have a shortstop eligibility next to your name. No, he, still, he still has that, right? I don't think you want the. Uh, I don't think you want Janet Short. Any more updates on Sam Cook and, and, and Bobby Womack? Savage though. That's <laughs> that horrible. Is, that, that is. That's savage. bad business right there. I mean, my goodness, it's enough. It's enough. Yeah. 
Bobby Womack is a horrible human being. Jake, do you let me ask Jake a question? Sure. And did, I think Jake will. We talked about it earlier or this morning on FST. Okay. Fantasy Sports Today. Jake, would you like to. Last, next year, Super Bowls in Atlanta, halftime show Outcast. Would you, would you watch that? Sure. Yeah, he would watch that. I think one. that'd be interesting. Yeah. Outcast would be awesome. Yeah. That would be good. I, mean, I'll even, yeah. I don't even watch the, like the halftime show, but I will, I'll sign on for Outcast. Somebody uh, send a message to Commissioner Goodell. Oh, I thought you had another text message. No, she's texting back slow. Does that bother you? Understand. Yes, it does. Why? why? Because I'm priority. <laughs> it's a priority. <laughs> Is she your priority? Huh? Is she your priority? Everybody's my priority. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the perfect way to end today's edition of Roto Experts. Four of us will be back once again tomorrow at noon. If you're not listening live, you can listen on demand whenever you want. For the all in kids, Jake Seeley. For Wall Street, Matt Bodica. And for the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. My name is Greg Sussman. We'll see you on FST tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody.